Let's talk about it. This is the podcast where Jamie and Kirsten talk about everything. No limits, no boundaries. Join us while we talk about what really goes on in our lives. Anything goes. So without further ado, let's Let's talk talk about it. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Hello. How are we? How are we doing? I am. I'm loaded. Yeah, she's a tad bit drunk. I'm not quite there yet, um, but she's feeling it now. But it's all good. We're I here. here. I was here to rally a little before Jamie was catching up. Um, yeah, I had, she forced me to chug a, a white claw to catch up. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly but surely catching up. Um, I was a little ahead of her. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's all good. Not really. My brain is literally all over the place. It's- <laughs> It's all right. We'll work with it. All right. Um. Good evening, you sexy fuckers. Good evening, you sexy fuckers. And welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. It's I've lost track of what episode we're at. Thirteen. No shit. That's crazy. Whack. Thirteen weeks we've been besties. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Well, like a little before 13 A weeks, little cause... longer, but I like that we can um, kind of keep track Measure of it. how long we've been best friends for. It's, ex- yeah. it's just nice. Because I feel like we talked about making the podcast literally forever. Before so we long before we actually did it, yeah. And now we we're here. Fucking talk. Now we're here. Now we're here. Anyways, should we jump into a little weekly recap, weekly we sh- check-in? We should. Um, how was your week? Um. Take me, take me from the beginning. Um, beginning of the week. So we got back home. As you guys know, our last episode, we were in Florida. Um, we got back home on Monday night and I was fucking exhausted from rallying a little too hard <laughs> while we were in Florida. I was drinking a little too hard. Um, but Felt I got, bad. yeah. Um, what else? Beginning of the week was pretty chill. Just kind of catching up on sleep, relaxing, doing a little mm-hmm. bit of reading. Um, and then the only really exciting thing that happened this week was yesterday. I got to go out on the boat for the first time this year. Um, it was a good time. Let me tell you, White Claw Gabe would be so proud. I. <laughs> I woke up the yesterday morning um, probably around 10, which is early for me. And I would really early for me. And um, I didn't get a chance to eat breakfast. Um, so we drove to Cleveland, which is where our boat is at. So went to Cleveland with my dad and my uncle. And we went on the boat, did a little fishing, catch and release always. Um and I had three white claws for breakfast on an empty stomach in oh, the God. almost 90 degree heat with the sun beating down on me. And we were out there for a while. We were out there for like quite a few hours and it took it out of me, man. But I'm here I now. Bet. Like I'm the sun good. mixed with alcohol, like it just is never a good combination. Right. Um, but I'm good now, you know, slept it off. Um, but here I am tonight again, drinking some more claws, but going really good other than that nothing too exciting can't complain hey i feel like drinking the claws was like well worth it because i made you a wonderful dinner 
Yeah, oh my god, you guys, it was so fucking good. Dude, I could fuck it up in the kitchen. Let me tell you, you're a fucking chef, dude. And I'm so <laughs> jealous because I can't cook. Bro, I you can barely boil water. I can't even boil water. So I'm always so impressed with this meal that she cooks every time. And it's so it's fucking good. It's literally so simple. It's just pasta. I just can't. I can't. It's literally the only meal I can make. <laughs> Anytime she cooks it, I just sit in the kitchen and watch and pretend to be busy. I feel like a five-year-old watching my mom cook, but... <laughs> <laughs> um it was really good thanks for that by the way thanks for cooking of course always i i enjoy it i love having like a nice little glass of wine of cooking yeah it was a good Fun. time listening to some music dance in the kitchen as mm-hmm. always you had a fucking good playlist going i too. did some oldies it was good i i've been really like fucking with 70s music lately love it specifically the 70s i mm-hmm. always have loved old music but like 70s yeah. lately has been like my jam love it um anyways how's how's your week been take me through it my week um where do i start i feel like coming back from florida like trying to get used to like because my brother lives on the gulf shore so there's just an hour time difference but you wouldn't think that's a lot but when i came it, home, no it hits you it, it kind of i felt me it. up yeah i felt it for sure um but like working all week it was nice i i love my job so i can't complain about how exhausted i am yeah which is good that's so good i to love hear. my job so much um good. i've had a pretty like busy week between work and just existing mm-hmm. yeah um i went to my niece's soccer game today fun she's she has one more game, which is like so sad. I'm gonna miss her last game because that, that's like the weekend that I work. Mm. But um, she did a great job, despite like there's a kid on the other team that was trying to bite literally everyone. <laughs> oh god, which was so funny. I thought it was so funny. And his parents were like, "Stop!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this little shithead was literally just like gnawing at everyone. That's so funny. Um, what? Sorry, some kid just Facebook messaged me and said, did we go to school together? No, I have no idea who you are, sir. So weird. Um, anyways, like, my sleep schedule has been, like, whack all week long. Me every single day of my and, life. And not because, like, I'm, like, trying to get, like, reused to my sleep schedule, but, like, I've been having really weird dreams mm-hmm. that, like, have been keeping me up. Mm-hmm. Um specifically with machine gun kelly in them <laughs> which is so which random. is so weird like why? mgk a fellow cleveland native um, yeah a fellow cleveland native all the love but like why are you in my dreams yeah with peace and love stay out of my dreams um so the first one was like i want to say like tuesday night Mm-hmm. and like when i woke up from it like i was up for like hours because i was like what the yeah, fuck like, yeah it's same with the other one with him. Um, I remember, like, it was so vivid. Mm. He was he was my brother in my dream. So weird. And I was like, why don't you, like, ever come home anymore? I miss you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll make it up to you. And I was like, okay, sick. <laughs> so and be- random. And before my parents, like, got their house redone, they had, like, this red movie theater carpet in the, mm-hmm. in the living room. Yeah. So like that's how it was 
like in my dream. Mm-hmm. And his way of making it up to me was we were playing kickball in my living room <laughs> in like yeah. the movie theater carpet. And my living room just started expanding. So weird. And the Indians game was in the, in the background. And we just kept on like stopping our kickball game, like to watch the Indians game. And my mom was there and we were just playing kickball. And I was like, you're the best brother ever. <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's so random. But then the, I want to say it was Thursday night. Mm. I had another dream with him in it. And it was really odd. Yeah. Um, If anyone knows me, you know, like I love the 27 Club coffee shop, mm-hmm. which is uh, Colson's coffee shop. Mm-hmm. in cleveland they have the best breakfast ever yeah like their avocado toast will make your pussy throb <laughs> like it's so good yeah um but in my dream i was with him and megan fox and we we're going to 27 club but it wasn't like where the 27 club is in cleveland yeah it was just like really run down building with like all this like overgrown grass there so and weird. like I was on the left and Megan was on the right and Colson was in the middle and I was like oh Megan like have you had the <laughs> avocado <laughs> toast here and she's like no I never have and I was like oh my god it's so good like you're in for a treat yeah and then like when we walked into 27 club the inside was Chapel Hill Mall and if you're from like anywhere kind of northeast ohio yeah yeah. you know that chapel hill mall is this rundown mall that is like now closed yeah it's not it doesn't it's not a thing any i worked in chapel hill mall for my first job i worked in a shoe store at that mall but it's a little there's literally no stores yeah it's sketchy as fuck like it's so sketchy but the inside of 27 club in my dream was chapel hill mall so and it was just like so fucking weird yeah and then i remember they're like being a clown doll and i kept on saying like don't do it don't do it and then i woke up like profusely sweating about it weird huh interesting so i have like hella weird dreams this week that have kept me up and like Mm. really fucked with my sleep schedule Mm -hmm. so colson love you but don't appreciate the dreams (laughs) (laughs) exactly Anyways, um, I know we have some stories we want to tell about our travels back to Ohio. Oh my God, yes. Um, you so let's go chronological. You can go first. Um, going through okay, the whole TSA yes. situation. We went through TSA, and um, I get pulled aside. Like when I was walking through, like the thing where they like do the X-ray, mm-hmm. they started looking at me. Like they looked at each other weird, and then they looked at me, and I was like um okay yeah super random so she's like can you come over here for a second i was like sure like Mm. what's up yeah (laughs) and she was like do you want to go do you want me to like do it here or do you want to go into another private room Mm -hmm. and i was like for what like just do it here like i don't care like i have nothing to hide right so this woman passed me down. She literally like got like so close to my crotch. She did a thorough pat down. She did a thorough crotch like crotch pat. And yeah. she literally touched my like <laughs> let's be honest, my clitoris. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, woo, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. What are you looking for there? Right. Yeah, I don't think there's much you can put up there. 
and then um after that she was like okay whatever and then pulled me to like another section and starts like rubbing this stuff on my fingers yeah and tested my fingers for like explosives i'm like yeah ma'am what do you think i'm hiding right i thought that was so random jamie's just standing there like waiting like what the fuck is going on (laughs) i know because i so i we went through different um like things and so i like went through i was all good i was getting my um laptop put back in my bag and i like turn around and kirsten's like doing so i'm like what the fuck is going on i was so (laughs) weird i was like why are they doing that but i was like whatever well, in the end, I was clear, like, no, obviously, I, was, I yeah. wasn't hiding anything. Yeah, obviously. I just thought that was so crazy. I was like, what? But, um, yeah, so interesting start to the trip back home. And then I would love to tell my story because it's something that I'm so fucking passionate about at this point. Oh, my God. I just want to preference this with before we even got on the flight, Jamie was literally in I was the in a, worst mood yeah. ever. Like she I was, was so such sassy a, for what I was reason. in such a bad mood. I was just over it. The fuck? Okay. I'll start from the beginning. So we're in the airport. I'm already like annoyed for just whatever reason. I was just in a bad mood, right? And so we're sitting there and Kirsten goes to find food and she gets herself food. I'm like, oh, that looks good. Where'd you get it from? And you didn't tell me that the pizza was fucking trash because you hadn't tried it at that point. It was like fucking Chuck E. Cheese pizza. It, it literally was, was Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Like easy so bake disgusting. oven pizza. So bad. So I didn't know it was But bad. I was starving. Yeah. So I go to the um, little like airport restaurant that she went to to get myself um, some food. And I was looking over the menu and... I saw that they had grilled cheeses and I was like, oh, a grilled cheese would hit right now. Like, that's what I want. So I step up. Keep in mind, it's so fucking busy on the second floor of that airport. Oh, it my was. God. There's Why so were there many so people. many people? And so I order. I was like, can I get, you know, a grilled cheese and chips? And he was like, oh, our panini press is broke. We can't do grilled cheeses right now. And I'm like, automatically, that just pissed me off. <laughs> Even though it's not his fault. Like, obviously, they can't control it. But I was just so annoyed. And I was like okay, can I just get like a personal cheese pizza then, whatever. And so he's like, yeah. So he rings me out, get my food, walk back downstairs to our terminal. And so I'm standing there or sitting there at this point and fucking, I taste this goddamn pizza. And I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck is this? It was so gross. It was so gross. But we didn't really eat a whole lot. I dropped that shit down though. Yeah, so I ate that shit with a. I ate it. I didn't want it, but I ate it, and it was like whatever. And then, so we sit down, and then the the fucking the there was like I've never been in an airport where this happens, but there was like this fucking little like bell sound that comes on before one of the flight attendants or whatever talks. Fucking minutes. Not even. It was every couple seconds it would go off, and I was losing my mind. I was like. Jesus Christ, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. So we're sitting there for like two hours and then we finally board the plane. And so, wait, wait, before we board the plane, um, these girls. Oh, don't even get me started because I was fine with it at first until Kirsten gave me a little backstory. And then I was like, oh, fuck this. Me and Jamie are really chill people. Like we're very like. We'll put, I think we're pretty friendly. Yeah, we'll, put, we'll like stick your, our arms out for you to like for sure to give you a hand. 
a hundred percent but there's these girls that came to the airport and they're like oh like can you watch our bags while we do this and like i handed this girl a tampon because she needed one and like just we were helping them out yeah i don't mind doing stuff like that bear in mind these girls you tell it you tell it okay. best when we're leaving to go um to florida mm. when i was going to check my bag jamie was at the bathroom because when we got to the airport she's like i'm literally about to piss my pants yeah but so i'm sitting there like waiting to get my bag checked and th- this group of girls was like turning around and looking at me the- they were talking shit about me yeah which i don't like, fuck with like i don't making, fuck with that they were making fun of me and then when we we're coming back home they had the audacity to ask if i'd wash their bag and i don't fuck with that i was automatically when kirsten told me that i was like no fuck their bags i'm not watching them don't be a little rude bitch and then expect things from people that's not okay be a nice person and maybe i'll do you a favor so i was annoyed so they asked okay to wa- but like i was still nice about it i still gave I was, her it i, I was nice her about it and, like, <laughs> i was nice i just was like super passive solid. aggressive about it she was like can you watch your bags i'm like yeah because i was just annoyed i was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> i was definitely like kind of a bitch but as i should be no one talks shit about my friend okay so <laughs> <laughs> they leave to go to like do whatever the fuck they're doing keep in mind we board in like five minutes not even and so they go fuck off to do whatever and they call our like seats to go board the plane and we're like oh sorry so <laughs> i'm not fucking missing we this flight for your bags. bags fuck your bags i'm not missing this flight i'm already in a bad mood so i'm like sorry so we walk we go in line and keep in mind we're not fucking assholes we were keeping an eye on the bags from a distance um and the girls were really appreciative it seemed they they were fucking bitches but they were night you know they got us some fucking gummy bears to thank us which <laughs> ew but <laughs> so that was that and i was just so annoyed up to this point and then so we get on the plane and we go and get our seats and we, we sit down um the like aisle seat was empty thank fucking god <laughs> i don't think i could have like dealt with another person and i had the middle seat and kirsten had the window seat and so we sit down we're just hanging out waiting to take (laughs) off and i would say a person a row above me on the left side of the plane i'm on the right side so a row above left side this motherfucker opens up a bag of beef jerky on this plane <laughs> this tight ass enclosed ass space opens oh, up a I'm bag kidding. of smelly ass shit smelling beef jerky and i'm like are you ah! fucking kidding me right now and i literally said it i was so mad at this point and i literally said so loudly i was like are you fucking kidding me who eats something like that on an airplane and i literally looked at curse and i'm like that's so fucking rude everyone knows that you don't eat smelly things on an airplane and i just would not stop and i think they finally got the fucking hint and heard me because they closed the bag and they didn't open it the whole you're, rest of the flight you're in such a bad mood i was but like, just, but like it was so it was so like, rude it was it's, i feel like it wasn't like normal beef jerky. Like this smelled like extra. It smelled bad. like ass, dude. It smelled so bad, and I was just so annoyed up to this point. And I can't stand bad smelling things. And so I'm sitting down, just trying to fucking relax. And 
I got to smell shit wafting into my fucking area. <laughs> and it's like, are you kidding me? So I was fucking mad. I literally said, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, who does that? That's, it's literally the unwritten rule of the world that you don't do shit like that. You just don't. <laughs> it's so rude. That's like sitting there and like microwaving fish in a microwave <laughs> at work. You don't do it. Like that's like sitting next to someone eating an, like a hard boiled egg or a tuna <laughs> sandwich. Like you don't do it. It's so rude. It's the unwritten rule of life. You don't do that shit. Keep your smelly foods to yourself and eat that shit in the comfort of your own home. Don't eat it in an enclosed fucking airplane. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm still passionate about it because it's so annoying. But anyway, so that's Jesus. that was my experience flying Jesus back Christ. home. I was in such a bad mood and it just kept getting worse. But anyways. Anyways, um I've been reading my policeman. You have. Uh, I let you borrow it. Yes, um, thank you so much because it's so course. fucking good. And like yeah. it's definitely a tearjerker. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like halfway through. Um I'll keep you updated, but like Marion. She just seems like a pick me, but like I understand like where she's coming from. She wants him to love her, but like yeah, he's fucking gay, babe. Yeah. Anyways, um, also this week I realized that I need so badly for someone to take care of like my finances for me instead of me mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. I could rack up rack up credit card debt like it's my fucking job. I'm so lucky. I don't have any credit cards, so I don't. Have I have a debt, few too many. I have a few too many credit cards. Really? Yeah. Today I made a seven hundred dollar credit card payment. Oh, look at you go. That's impressive. No, because it was like money that was like in my savings for New York. Oh shit! Well, I mean, yeah. you got to pay off that debt before right. you go, anyways. So, but like, I will literally rack up credit card debt like it's my job, and then like this week I'm like, mm, I want Invisalign. You had braces, your teeth I are had, fine. I had braces, but my teeth have shifted so bad that I don't wear my retainer. Wear your retainer. I can't wear like the retainer that I have because it hurts so bad. Well, you're gonna have to wear it anyways not until because it doesn't of, hurt. Not because of my teeth. Mm-hmm. It's because like I had like mouth surgery because my teeth are so fucked that I had a tooth in the middle of my like <laughs> palate of my mouth. Yeah. That I had to have a chain pull it up. That shit. Into the front of my mouth. So, like, there's, like, scar tissue there. So, when I wear my retainer, like, it presses against it and it hurts really bad. You need to just go to the orthodontist and have them give you the one that I have. Yeah. But, like, my teeth are shifted already. So, I may as well get, like, Okay, but let's think of the cheaper alternative right now. Okay. Uh, But I was like, oh, Invisalign. But, like, I also want, like, more lip filler. And that's, like, another (laughs) $700. Yeah. Like, I, I don't make smart financial decisions, and I can mm. admit that. Right. I mean, as long as, I mean, you know at least. It's not like you're completely oblivious to like, it. Like, Britney Spears, she has someone, like, in control of her finances that she doesn't need to have. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't. They need to control mine. Mm-hmm. I need that. I'm the one that needs that. Like, I, I'm so fucking stupid when it comes to my money. Yeah. Oh, well. It's fine whatever <laughs> oh well it'll puff out um exactly we got new tattoos we did oh my gosh i forgot we did get new tattoos um, what a time right before our flight meets jamie went to the tattoo shop and mm-hmm. i got one that says woman and upside down it says venom yes um 
And then what else did I get? Oh, I got a safety pin. You did, yes. And then I let Sydney tattoo me, <laughs> yeah. which isn't the first time that I've let Sydney tattoo me. And she made a heart with mom in the middle. And my mom's response to it was, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, I love them. I think they look great. Would you um, like to explain the tattoo that Sydney gave you? Oh, I would love nothing more. Um, so I've been wanting – I always – I have a rule with myself. I have to want a tattoo for a year to get it. Can't relate. I decide I just, when I'm in the waiting room. I just want to make sure I get it and I I'll like it and I'm not gonna be like, oh, this was a fucking mistake. So can't and relate. That's not. And that that's why I hate half of my tattoos. Yeah, that doesn't hold true with all of them. Some of them that I have, I haven't wanted over a year. But either way, I love them all so far. But um, the one I've been wanting, I thought it was just such a funny little, just a good joke, really. And so I decided to get um big tattooed on my big toe because i just thought that shit was so fucking funny i was like like i'm gonna whip that out at a party one day and be like look at this shit and everyone's gonna think i'm so funny so i did that and then i got um she tattooed um the little louis smiley face on my arm so louis and i louis tomlinson we now have matching tattoos um which is super cute and then at the tattoo shop i got a little fish um because i have really just an emotional attachment to the adore you music video and that whole <laughs> er- just the whole storyline of erota i just i'm attached to it really i literally know the entire dialogue of that music video and As i'm obsessed with it and i love the erota fish i just think it's super cute and i like what it represents so i got that i got a little fish and then i got a lightning bolt with some flowers on it and it says girl almighty on it which is my one of my favorite one direction songs and i just i love it you know i love that for you yeah just some some couple tattoos little fun time i love getting tattooed same you were i mean this whole this is another thing we should talk about we made like physical contact for the first time oh my god we did and our friendship kirsten was getting tattooed in a really sensitive yeah sensitive part in your arm and she had to hold my hand guys and i was it wasn't awkward it was fine um my hands were fucking clammy they were clammy as hell i I, like she held my hand for like i don't even know how long but i i let go of her hand when it was done i had to wipe my palm on my pants it was like Usually, usually when I get tattooed, I'm by myself. So like I'm mm. used to like the pain and yeah. having someone um like talk to me because like my tattoo artist Christine, like she is my bestie. I love mm. her. Yeah. And like just getting like tattooed by this guy, I felt like I was cheating on her. For sure, yeah. But like he like wasn't like very vocal at all. He uh-uh. didn't, like, really yeah, talk he to didn't me. Talk. He was a very kind man, like he super was sweet, nice. yeah. But, like, I'm so used to, like, Christine distracting me. Mm-hmm. But, like, the t- part that I, like, where I got tattooed is very sensitive. It was, like. On the inside of your, like, elbow area. Yeah, it was, like, it was, like, the bridge. Like, mm-hmm. the, the ditch right there. So, like, yeah. it's a very sensitive spot. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, you took it well. I'm, like, okay. But, like, that hurt, like, a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So, she was holding my hand. So, which... I had a whole Jamie's. I, I looked at it. I was, like. Can you hold my hand? <laughs> yeah, so that happened, which again, that's probably the first time we've ever really made like physical contact. 
<laughs> which is, I mean, it was fine though. I expected it to be awkward, but it was yeah. fine. It's good. Sure. Look at us go. Killing Look at it. us. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I almost I, fell asleep when I was getting my tattoo. You were like because he had me laying on my Jay stomach. Killing. He had me laying on my stomach, and it was on like the backside of my um, forearm, and I had my head laying down on my other arm, and I literally was about to fall asleep. I was like so relaxed, <laughs> but it was a good time. Um, before we move on, I just want to give a little early birthday shout out to my roar. My Aurora. Yes, happy Miss birthday. Miss Aurora. Aurora, you little legend. I love her. Um, Anna, who was on mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago, her yeah. daughter's first birthday is coming up here. Mm-hmm. Um, Super exciting. So I have to, unfortunately, work the weekend of her birthday party this weekend. So me mm. and Jamie went over tonight and... Gave her our own little birthday party. Yeah, it was cute. She's adorable. I love her so much. She's such a like a well-behaved child too. She doesn't she really is. cry. She's, so She's super chill. It's like really crazy. But I love when she cries because I just cry back. <laughs> I fake cry back at her, and then, and then she, she stops, stops and she yeah. starts laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's cute. I love her. Yeah. So happy birthday, Rory. Love Shout you. Outs. I remember my first birthday. You do. Fuck no. It is a saying, though. People say that. I, I remember my first br- I swear to God, I'll have to show you. It's a thing. Anyways, carry on. Carry on. Uh, you wanted to talk about uh, Drake Bell. Oh, yeah. So I just thought this was so funny. I mean, not funny at all, not actually. Not funny at all. <laughs> what he did is fucked up. But it's just, I think it's funny that it's so close to us. He, like... <laughs> So like why in Cuyahoga County? So random, like Ohio. I don't know why the hell he's here. I so I don't take anything I say too seriously because I've only done a little bit of research on it. But um, from I mean, and this isn't a secret. I mean, people have been saying for years that he's talked to underage girls and been a fucking pedophile. Let's call it as it is. Talking to underage girls, whatever, and. So I I had known of that, and then I from the article I read, I think what happened was he was talking to a minor who they were online talking, whatever, and then some inappropriate pictures and messages were sent through that, and then they I think they don't quote me on this I think they met up at a concert of his in Cleveland, and that's why he's in Cuyahoga County Gross. right now. So they like, yeah, that's the thing that happened, which like is so crazy. It's so close to us. It's not that far Mm -hmm. away, but um, just disgusting what he did. He's just not a good person overall. I mean, the shit that his ex-girlfriend has come out and said that he was physically and emotionally abusive towards her and Mm -hmm. just not not a good person, which it it kind of sucks because like that ruins my like childhood in a way because I was obsessed with the TV show, but I can't even imagine what these other girls have gone through. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just really sad to see. There's so many fucked up people in the world and it's good though that he got, you know, he got caught and there's going to be consequences because he's gotten away with it for so long. Right. Finally. Yeah. So that's a thing that happened. I just thought that was so crazy. It was super close to us. It was very close to home. Yeah. So, um, real quick, I just want to say happy pride. Yeah. Happy pride month, guys. It is All happy the love. Pride front. Um, since it is pride, I, 
I wanted to give a little shout out to the people that paid the way for us. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Marsha P. Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to like quote a tweet that I saw. Mm-hmm. That I think is very important, especially with it being Pride Month. Right. Marsha P. Johnson was murdered, and her murders murderers were never investigated. Mm-hmm. Sylvia Rivia died while homeless in 2002. These are two people who paved the way. Right. For us queer people. Mm-hmm. And it's very important for us to continue to say their names and continue to spread their stories and exactly appreciate yeah. everything that they have done for us queer people. For sure. Yeah. That's important, I think. Um really acknowledging people, the people who fought for our right. The fact that we can finally like, and it's so sad that this is kind of how I feel that I feel it's a privilege that I get to love who I want now, which Mm -hmm. is so sad because it's so simple. It's the bare minimum, but it feels like a privilege because of what people had to go through when it wasn't okay. And I, right. And I feel like, like still, like I'm still uncomfortable with like expressing who I am. A hundred percent. You never know how people are going to react. It's scary. Me and you went to the store today to get a uh, Aurora birthday present. Mm-hmm. And like, I even felt myself like tensing up. Like, and I shouldn't have. Like, when I made a joke at the checkout line, because like, mm-hmm. when it's Pride Month, all these fucking companies just <laughs> slap on a rainbow and, yeah. and like, just try to. Pop and it you off, can like, just tell that it's straight people that are making these products. It's right, just like, it just doesn't to, represent like yeah, the community very well. Just them trying to profit off the LGBTQ community. Yeah, exactly. So we're at checkout, and there's a cup there that said Pride. It had like rainbow on it, and I said, mm-hmm. "Jamie, do you want to buy this for you?" Like joking. Yeah. And then I just like thought, like, oh. I just remembered it wasn't just like me and you standing there and like mm. it just made me tense up like oh like is the person behind us in line gonna or in front of us in line gonna like have a negative reaction to and it's it. so crazy that you say that because I swear to god I it, it was a passing thought for me too I was like oh <laughs> wonder if you know some they would right. say something but they didn't thank god but um god. yeah it is it that is a thing that right. it's a daily struggle you never know how someone's gonna react to that mm-hmm. but anyways happy pride to happy everyone pride to all the girls gays and days yes love who you and everyone love. in between and celebrate it be yes. proud speaking of being proud what is your like pride appreciation song i know me and you have the same one <laughs> it comes as no surprise i'm sure um should we say it three sure two one only, only the, the brave, brave. Louis, Tomlinson. louis tomlinson what a i mean that song is just like so fucking powerful though if you really it listen is. if you analyze the lyrics like that's it's song, exactly how i you know that song i felt re- reminds me of when i came out same it that's is how it's i felt exactly yeah is it supposed to be analyzed? Being that brave, way? you know, yeah. It's supposed to be analyzed that way, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I yeah, mean, it is. Yeah, it, it is. I'll say how it is. It, it is, is supposed to be analyzed that way. I just, I'm, I've sat down so many times and tried to, because th- I've always thought of that song as being a queer anthem. And I've sat down and, and even, <laughs> I've tried to 
analyze it in a different way. And there, I, I can't, can't. I can't even understand what it could be about if it wasn't about that. And I'm right. not even, I don't even think I'm being biased. I just genuinely can't think of anything right. else right, it could right. be about. So, no, cause like even yesterday, like I, I was playing that song, like in appreciation and pride mm-hmm. and Connie, my queen, my mother, <laughs> Yeah, she made this cute little pride post on Facebook. It was, so yeah, cute. we loved it. It was super but, like, cute. I was listening to that song and I was like, mom, this reminds me of when I came out and she goes like, oh, this song is like gay yeah it really i mean you all i'm saying is you don't have to be brave to be straight you just simply don't and no matter who wants to come for me for saying you don't you don't have to be scared to be straight because that's the normal so i just can't understand where people come from when they say oh no it's not about being it kind of is you have to be brave to be who you are and love who you want to love so that's my pride. That's the pride anthem for me. I agree. Well, speaking of like British lads, Louis mm-hmm. is a British lad. Um, yes. I do have a British friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And I was playing a game with her this week. Mm-hmm. Good old game of bingo. Okay. Do British people play bingo differently? Um, I don't think so. You don't think so? Uh-uh. So she what really, was different about so it? So she really just, like, finessed me? Probably. I, yeah, I don't think they play any different. Oh. I What happened? So she was like, oh, I think I got bingo. And I didn't have the heart to tell her, like, that's not bingo. Yeah. I thought, like, like it was just, like, halfway straight line on one side and halfway straight line on the other. I didn't, ha- I didn't have the heart to tell her like did she have a free space marked off in the middle yeah but it was like two completely different rows oh, okay like half and half okay yeah then know. that's not bingo i i didn't i should know if like people in, in the uk <laughs> like played it differently no i don't i don't believe they do oh she finessed my ass for like yeah. a secret bar <laughs> yeah she should respect i didn't know if it was like different no, I don't think it is. I mean, I'm not obviously I'm American, but I do. We love all things UK and yeah, as far as I know, it's the same. Oh, I just like didn't have the heart to tell her like hey, that's <laughs> different. Yeah. Like, that's not right. Right. Oh. Weird. Yeah. Um I guess I could tell this story. Mhm. That is on our list of topics. That is okay. so so embarrassing for me. Okay, I don't know which one we're talking. Yeah, about. you do. It's the it's the monitor. Okay, you told me this story really early on in our friendship, and I just thought it was the most fucking hilarious thing and so embarrassing and something only you could do. It only you. It literally is only something that. Of course, I would fucking do. Like, yeah, all things bad it happen is, to me. It's funny. It's very sweet. It's just super fucking embarrassing. It's funny now. Yeah. But, like, in the moment, I was fucking mortified. Right. Okay. Before we tell this, can I go pee really quick? Yes. Let me. Okay. Let I gotta, gotta break the seal. <laughs> and, and we're back. We're back. <laughs> All right. Anyways, going into the story, story. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just preference the sauce as I had a very major crush on this this lovely woman. She's a great gal. This beautiful woman. I gotta admit, I've had a crush on her too. I mean, who, who hasn't? hasn't? She's gorgeous. She's but... so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I had a crush on this very lovely gal. Mm-hmm. And how funny is that? We've had a crush on the same person. Love that. I mean, so who hasn't, funny. Who hasn't yeah. had a crush on her? Exactly. Yeah. Um, mutual friends, um, mine and Anna's. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, she's gonna know us about her as soon as I say the story. It's I whatever. Mean, it, she lived through it, so it's not like she doesn't. She, already she lived know. through it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Anna, being the wingman that she is, um, she invited her over to hang out. Um, it was it was literally my birthday. Um, mm-hmm. And then Aurora started crying. <laughs> so, like, me and her in the room together alone for a little bit, like, trying to make conversation. I'm just so socially awkward that, like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. So I'm just like, and I feel like it's already worse if you have a crush on someone because then yeah. you don't want to say something stupid and exactly. make yourself sound like an idiot. But and it doesn't help that I'm literally the most socially awkward person on top of that. Right. So um, about like five minutes into like and trying to get Aurora back to sleep, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check on her. Yeah. So I go and I'm talking to Anna, and I Anna's like trying to motion something to me yeah as i'm saying i'm literally so awkward like i can't like talk to her alone like what am i doing oh my god (laughs) and anna's like making these motions to me i'm like what the fuck are you saying yeah and then anna pulls me out of the room and goes the baby monitor's on (laughs) oh my god and i was like what do you mean the baby monitor's on yeah and i'm like oh yeah fuck so I make my way back into this room and I look <laughs> and the baby monitor is right next to her on full fucking volume. That is so tough, dude. Dude, I was mortified. Yeah, you can't ever recover from that. Like that's... I cannot live that down ever. Uh, no, that's so bad. But like, I mean, she probably thought it was adorable, but like... But like I would be flattered, but it's super embarrassing. Props to her, and thank God she was so chill about it that she literally like didn't mention it yeah. at all. It was just like went all like that didn't just happen for sure. But I was so fucking embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And that's it's like one of those things that like when you're laying awake at night and, and you like just, it, and it, you remember something you. that's like embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things. And you feel that, that you feel that embarrassment all yes. over again, full force. That is one of the things that like embarrassed me, like mm. randomly in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's understandable. So to her, I'm so sorry that happened. I'm embarrassed <laughs> for me. I'm embarrassed that that happened to you. Like, I'm sure you're probably like, oh, yikes. Yeah. Oh, I'm tired. Same. I'm exhausted. Oh, sorry. Oh. Anyways, um, did you ever get your fucking passport? <laughs> no. Next <laughs> week. Hold me to it. I need next to week. Okay. Um, since I work the weekend next week, then we're going to have to po- record the podcast either on Thursday night or Monday night. Okay. I mean, Sunday night. 
Mm. So we'll either go Monday or Friday. And okay. we will apply for passports. Okay. Deal. Deal. All right. We have to do it. Bro, your sister is not getting married in this country. You have to get a passport. <laughs> I'm fully aware of that. Thank you. I know. I've been putting it off for too long. I really got to just do it. I've been so hesitant because of this haircut, but I'm going to have to just live with it. I told you to get a passport like two months ago. Listen, it would have been probably... Well, it's whatever. I got to do it. I know. I fucked up. I'm a procrastinator, as we all know, but I'll get it done. I promise. Speech, like speaking of traveling outside the country, um, that just like reminds me that the world's kind of opening back up. Yeah. Um, I'm fully vaccinated, you're fully vaccinated, mm-hmm. there's not a mask mandate in our state anymore. Mm-hmm. However, I'm continuing to wear a mask because I don't want people to think I am Republican. <laughs> I've and- been wearing my and I've been wearing my mask for that reason. And the vaccine is 95% yes. effective. It's so not 100 percent For the safety of it. me and others, I will continue to wear my mask. Right. And again, with that whole thing, you know, it's kind of like honesty and people aren't very honest nowadays and you can never know if someone's vaccinated if they're just not wearing their mask so Mm -hmm. i don't trust it um so i still wear mine but this week i talked to someone and they told me that they know someone who has a fake vaccination card which is so fucked up like and they got it get this they got it from a nurse that's bizarre that is so fucking disgusting to me. She could probably lose her license she, over that. Not probably. She will lose her license over that. Yeah, that's crazy. So speaking of that, um, I want to take us back to a life a year ago. What were you doing a year ago? Like, what did you do in quarantine? It's so fun you ask. So basically what happened was so – um, oh, sorry. I just knocked something. But – um. So I think I've told this in an earlier episode. I was living a few hours away from my hometown. I moved. um, I told that whole story. But um, I ended up moving back home at the beginning of February, I want to say. It was like the first weekend of February I moved back home. Um, And I was like kind of bummed. I wasn't that bummed about it, to be completely honest with you. I was excited to go back just because I was on my own there. I didn't really have anyone. And it would it was nice to come back home to Mm -hmm. my family and friends and all that. Um, But I kind of missed the freedom and all that. And I was like, oh, well, you know, it's for the best. I had to do it. I had to move back. And um, and it turned out to be the best thing that could have happened because COVID really hit like not even a month later and everything mm-hmm. was shutting down. And I don't think I would have been able to like emotionally handle being completely isolated on my own. Right. So it kind of worked out and I was able to, you know, quarantine with my dad and my sister. And um, I slowly lost my mind in quarantine because I <laughs> I did not leave the house. I didn't want to risk it. My dad is like high risk. I didn't want to put him right at risk because he couldn't work from home. So he was still going to work and he was already at risk leaving the house. And I didn't want to put any more of that on him. So I did not leave the house for like probably three months straight. <laughs> like literally did not leave mm-hmm. the house. And I lost my mind a little bit. I it's like understandable it was crazy because so like 
towards the beginning of quarantine is when I started like listening to One Direction again and going kind of in that phase of being just diving back into your One Direction phase. Yeah. So um, it was so funny. I remember I um, early on in quarantine, I like I devoted a day to um, rewatching the 1D day which is like a, such oh a long Oh my god, screen. the Wendy day. So it was like hours of footage that I watched and it was so fun, but I think the worst part about quarantine for me was I I wasn't working. I had just moved back home and mm-hmm. I already like struggle with sleeping. I like have really bad insomnia and um that and like I like my insomnia was so bad for whatever reason and i was going days without sleeping like i was Holy going like shit. two to three days without sleeping and then i would finally go to sleep for like one night and then i would do it all over again and that mixed with being like not leaving the house or doing anything i was losing my fucking mind <laughs> um and then yeah i mean slowly i started to kind of leave the house a little bit and do you know little things outside and try to be safe um and then i Mm -hmm. got a job in like august um last year and i worked that job for like six months and then i quit recently but that was pretty much the only thing i did throughout quarantine like i said i went like a solid like four months of not working i wasn't leaving my house really and I slowly lost it, but it was therapeutic, I think, in a way. Yeah. Because I think it kind of like made me appreciate things a little bit more because I've always kind of been very much like a homebody and a loner, and I'd rather stay home than go out. But I feel that 100%. It's really different when you're forced to stay inside right. than you want to go then out. Then you want to, yeah. That's so. <laughs> I feel like I had the same, like, yeah. So it was really about frustrating that. for me, um, but it was therapeutic to kind of just like, appreciate the things that we all take for granted on a daily basis like going outside like being in public like right it's just super small things like that that you know it kind of makes you appreciate everything a little bit more just um, being around your friends and family like not being able to do that for so long absolutely is like crazy. so I'm glad things are slowly opening back up but what did um, you do for quarantine for quarantine which it kind of really like sucked for me because mm-hmm. Right before court, like everything shut down. Yeah. I had a knee surgery before that. So I was out of work for like five, four to five weeks. Oh, shit. So like. And were you working from home at this point or were you? Um, no, this is when I was working at a, a martial arts school. Um, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So like the week that I was supposed to go back to work is when everything shut down. Yeah. Which really sucked. I got like a phone call. I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Apply for unemployment. Mm-hmm. But like I had such a problem like receiving unemployment because since I was out of work for the four or five right. weeks before then. Yeah. Um, I got denied unemployment. Which is so crazy because a little bit after that, everyone was getting accepted. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I didn't apply. I just kind of lived off of what I had saved for a while and it it worked out okay, but I'm lucky that So I yeah. went like a month before quarantine without anything and then like I was like I have fucking bills to pay, bro. Yeah, exactly. You need money. Um didn't get any unemployment until the week that I went back to work. And I got one week's worth of it, which is crazy, but um 
or it's like the week it's there's the week before yeah um but quarantine I feel like I learned a lot about myself mm-hmm. like being isolated like like you said I've always been a homebody as well yeah so like not having the option to go out really like right. tested my patience for sure um I feel like quarantine like I came out before quarantine but like I feel like quarantine gave me more time to accept my sexuality and like right. really sit with it yeah and like I saw that like a lot of other people were like I found out that I was gay in quarantine like mm-hmm. it really just gave you that time it to, gave like, you time to think about who you are as a person yeah. for sure yeah um my p- parents are both like really high risk um mm-hmm. it was like my mother like she was able to work from home which was great um mm-hmm. And then, like, we watched my niece, which, but, like, it was scary because, like, my sister-in-law, she works at a doctor's office. Yeah, so that's super scary. she was having, having like, hundreds of people come in getting tested for COVID every day. Mm -hmm. And we were watching my niece while, like, she's at work. Yeah. So, like, oh, like, this is scary. (laughs) Right. Um, And then, like, my dad also, like, he wasn't able to work from home, so Mm -hmm. he he's high risk right and having him go to and from work was it was nerve-wracking yeah it's scary um it was nice that my i'm really good friends with my neighbor mm-hmm. so it's nice to like have her like there for like daily for sure. walks like, yeah for what, sure once my knee like healed up a little re- bit healing back um yeah because that was, like, the only, like, social interaction that, like, I got within, like, a year was yeah Sierra. Right. So it's nice and to have her, like, I was, live, like, th- <laughs> five doors down. Yeah, I was scared because um one of my sisters, my older sister, Brianna, she's a, a nurse. And she lived in Utah at the time. And she's a travel nurse. And she mm-hmm. had been offered to go to New York when it was like peak like super New bad York there. had so many cases and she wanted to do it she's like I you know obviously I'm healthy I'm young I want to go help so she lived in New York for like two months and worked there and that's crazy the, the story she told me it's so sad and like it's hard because I didn't know anyone personally that like died from COVID but hearing her stories like it literally broke my heart like she Mm -hmm. would be in the hospital room none of the family members are allowed in and she would be that person holding someone's hand while they die and that's so so hard sad and so like shout outs to brianna for you know really like shout out brianna yeah i just i like admired that so much that she was willing to like leave her fiance who she just yeah. recently gotten engaged to to go do that for a few months and like leave her life behind was like super crazy but like really, m- my yeah. grand my grandpa he died of covid um mm-hmm. i like not saying that i'm grateful that my grandpa got covid and died not yeah. not saying that at all <laughs> for sure like since he got it i'm grateful of the time period of when he got it mm-hmm. because it was further along in COVID cases to where yeah. like he wasn't alone when he died. Right. Um, We were able to get him like transferred out and like have him home with mm-hmm. us. And like just even being at the hospital, like it was so sad to see like mm-hmm. so many people that like 
didn't have those opportunities like these people died with like out no their loved ones around yeah around them right so and sad. that's heartbreaking yeah that's, that's tough I know I got really lucky because um and my dad got super lucky because um our like bubble was literally just my dad my sister and me like mm -hmm. we didn't really leave the house at all and um my sister ended up getting covid and so me and my dad were automatically like well she works fuck. in healthcare. yeah she works in a nursing home and she got it and um so we were like well fuck like we're probably gonna get it now you know we're like mm -hmm. living in the same house um and luckily you know we made like an extra effort to always keep the house like clean and like spray everything down and wipe everything down and always wash right. our hands just to be extra safe just in case and luckily we didn't get it but she had it and I was fucking terrified because I didn't want my dad to get it because I don't know how that would have went. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, we got really lucky. We didn't get it. Um, but that whole thing was crazy because that's when I was working. Um, and the whole thing was super fucked. So I had found out that my sister um, had it like while I was at work. And yeah. So I was like, well, fuck. Like, what do I do <laughs> now? I'm like here. I've been here for like five hours already. Like, what do I do? And so I go to the store manager at the store I was working at. And I'm like, hey, I'm not sure what to do. I just found out that my sister has COVID and like I'm like living with her. Like I've been exposed to it probably. And the store manager literally like couldn't give me an answer. She's like, I don't really know. And I'm like, how That's do you not know? Up. It's it's deep in COVID at this point. It's been like almost a year of COVID. Literally, like how do you not know what to do? Per CDC, you should be in quarantine. Exactly. They should so, send you home immediately. Exactly. So she's And like, the people you that you worked with. Yeah. So she's like, well, you can stay here the rest of the day. I'm like, okay, I don't really feel comfortable with that. But she like wouldn't let me leave. So I was like, okay. So I like stayed. And then I, as soon as I got off work that day, I went literally directly from work to go get tested. And then I had to like deal with all this shit with HR and figuring out what the hell I was doing. Like they handled I, that so fucking it was poorly. So bad. And it was so fucked up because I realized like how many other fucking stores in this country that did the exact same shit and probably literally. Spread it. So um yeah, luckily we didn't have it, but I was off work for like a week and a half because there were so many people getting tested that my test took so long to get back mm -hmm. to me. But yeah, I was lucky I didn't get it. Thank God. But right. But like looking at yourself a year ago, like in quarantine to now, like what is what like what do you think has like changed about you? Um I would say probably just um, it kind of doesn't make sense um because you would think it would be the exact opposite. But I for weirdly enough for me, it was like my confidence went up for some reason. Mm -hmm. I think it was because I really had time to be by myself and like who am I and think about that and try and figure out ways to be more social mm -hmm. that I didn't have that pressure of, okay, you got to do it now. I had like months to learn how to be social and talk to people. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would say probably that's the biggest thing is I kind of like, I think it was nice too because when I was in high school, I was in cosmetology school, so I was having to constantly communicate to people all the time, and I felt like I right. had to wear a mask all the time to be on, you know, super outgoing and super confident and always carry a conversation, and it was exhausting, and 
once like once I had months to not do that and just be by myself and figure out how to not make it so much a mask and just be myself I like learned how to do that while being by myself which doesn't make sense but that's what it was for me so I would say just yeah being comfortable with myself and learning how to be social I think that's a good one thanks yeah like for me personally I think like not only like being more comfortable like in my sexuality right um but like as myself in general I've always been like really pushing myself to be a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and like really trying to like put myself in the box for like what each person wanted me to be Mm -hmm. and I've been trying to like get myself more comfortable like this is me take it or leave it love that and like I feel like quarantine like has given me the time to like really like focus on me and like accept who I am and like be happy with me right and I've like yeah quarantine like is a fucked up situation like yeah we shouldn't have had to deal with the pandemic the way that we have right like I just think it, like humans are not built to be yeah isolated we're just not mm-hmm. but it did give me that time to really appreciate my not only like the world around me but myself a hundred percent yeah um but another like follow-up question before we end things um Mm -hmm. what is something about your current self that you hope that is different or like when like where do you see yourself being at 40 um i think i mean maybe being more sure of what i want Mm -hmm. in life Because right now I'm so young and, you know, it's I've got so many fucking options of what I can do with my life. And hopefully by 40, I've got it figured out Um, and I know what I want in life. Mm -hmm. I let's fucking hope so. If not, that's not going to be good. But um, yeah, hopefully I'm just more sure of myself and what I want out of life. Yeah, that's great. Um, Like for me, I feel like I'm on the same page. Like I always want like. I never want to say like there's not enough time to reinvent yourself because you mm. can be like 50 and like change your mind right. about life. Yeah. Um, but I kind of want to be like comfortable and like happy of like the spot that I am in at life. Right. Um, definitely not in Ohio. A hundred percent. I could not agree more. Um, Ohio is like, like Kathleen, my sidekick medium mm. lady, has said. Ohio is family, but Ohio is not home for me. I, I, that holds so true for me too. Like I, when you were showing me that earlier, I was like, that's so accurate because that's exactly how I feel too. Like mm-hmm. all of my family's in Ohio and I love all of them so much, but that's, it's not where I see myself ever being completely happy. Like, mm-hmm. and that's okay. I don't, don't want to be here forever. I can't, I can't be stuck here forever. I just can't do it. We are free spirits. Exactly. All right. Uh, should we wrap it up with song of the week? Yeah, you go first. I I did not prepare this. Like I said earlier in the podcast, I've been really like specifically into seventies. Yeah. Um. So I had to bring it back to a little Elton John, Rocket Man. 
Okay, love that. That is my song of the week. That's what I've been jamming out to every morning on the way to work. I love that. It really just like gets me awake and like hypes me up. Love that. That's a good one. Um. All right, I'm gonna go. I don't think I've either way. I I've been fucking with this song recently. Um, this past week, I've been streaming from the dining table. Um, oh ouch mr harry styles himself. ouch that song breaks my heart i've cried i haven't cried to it because i don't cry but um i've I'll gotten cry to it i've gotten a little sad the last couple times i've listened to it. it's just a really sad song but it makes me feel which i think is important I haven't spoke since you went away <laughs> it just yeah that song hurts my feelings but it's a fucking great song so well done um so yeah from the dining table harry styles go stream it we love you harold we love you thanks for thanks for the songs thanks for the tears yeah <laughs> all right should we wrap this up yes ma'am let's do a little little outro um all right <clears throat> gotta get my radio voice ready um <laughs> this has been great this has been let's, let's talk, talk about, about it with jamie, jamie and kirsten. kirsten tune in next week for some, some more, more fun, fun. <laughs> be, nice, be nice do good, good. Treat, treat people with kindness. kindness stay safe all, all the love peace, peace and, and love peace and love peace and love <laughs> all right should we roll the outro Yes, ma'am. <laughs>